Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sweet Tarts dared to combine sweet and tart, but we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy to bring you new Sweet Tarts Gummies Fruity Splits, a uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart, but entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain. Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes. Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery. Well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store. Like now, go. Welcome to this special bonus episode from Olive Magazine's Vegan Series. To listen to the full episode, go to olivemagazine.com, Acast, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome to this bonus episode of the Olive Magazine Vegan Podcast Series. I'm here with Richard Makin, School Night Vegan, and we are going to have a run-through his vegan fried chicken recipe. And Rich is going to give us lots of tips and tricks to getting it right. I know that you spent a long time perfecting this recipe, Richard. Like, mm-hmm. tell, us, um, tell us what's different about your fried chicken and why this is the perfect fried chicken. So for me, this was all about trying to make a vegan chicken recipe that was ready to go, you know, the, the recipe was reliable and perfect, mm. but I also wanted it to be versatile so that people could use this in ways that I hadn't anticipated. You know, if you wanted to make this into Korean fried chicken or something, you could just as easily do that using a, a different yeah. sauce or whatever. So for me, the base, the, the actual chicken base, the vegan chicken base, it had to be really simple in terms of the flavours that were in there. There weren't, there's no herbs in there, you know, there's not too many spices in there. Um, and the basic, uh, the basic recipe of it is just a, a classic seitan, which yeah. is made from vital wheat gluten. Um but you I, said that you you said you were quite keen that it wasn't because a lot of seitan can be quite dry and spongy. Mm-hmm. What what did you do to your seitan to to sort of make it better? So a number of things. I mean, it, basically the, the 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 simplest way of putting it is that to make seitan, you sort of mix a liquid yeah. with vital wheat gluten, which is like a it's 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 the the protein from from wheat and you hydrate it and then you knead it and then you cook it and it sort of becomes meaty in its texture and where this recipe is different is that i don't really add a lot of water to the recipe most of my liquid comes from things like silken tofu which is really high in protein Mm. and um i also blend a can of chickpeas in there as well which is also really high in fiber 
And everything I'm adding to the vital wheat gluten just gives it a load of extra texture and a load of extra bite. Um, the vital wheat gluten also contains, sorry, the silken tofu also yeah. contains a lot of extra fat, a lot of extra oh, oil. Yeah. So that stops it from becoming dry. It gives it a nice sort of soft, moist mouthfeel. So you've got your, your vital wheat gluten and your other ingredients. Um, it's basically chickpeas, silken tofu, and then a, a few quite quite gentle flavorings, aren't they? Like bouillon powder, white wine yeah. vinegar, and a little bit of onion and garlic. But as you said, it's not overspiced like a lot of these no. meat recipes often are. And those things sort of disappear. They, they're basically just there to hide the flavor of the wheat gluten. So I think if you're a first time seitan experiencer, you probably won't pick up on it. But sort of vegan <laughs> people who've been vegan for a long time will clock that flavor of wheat gluten quite quite, right. quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those this few spices and flavors that are there are just to sort of you know over overpower that that wheat flavor. And actually, in later recipes, in later chicken recipes that I've made. I also suggest that you marinate the the seitan once it's cooked in in a marinade that's made from from all of those things that that usually you marinate chicken in. So it's very reminiscent of mm. of those of those flavors. Um, so you can you can also do that if you want to get extra flavor into this into the seitan. And part of the magic of this chicken is your special layering technique which which actually makes it look like chicken which is mm -hmm. fantastic tell us how you do that so it's basically a cake i mean it's very labor intensive i have to <laughs> have to warn, <laughs> have to warn you but anything for the perfect vegan fried chicken yeah, but it's basically almost like creating a laminated dough like oh, wow. you would do when you're making um like a croissant or something like that um you basically roll out pieces of the seitan once you've formed the dough yeah. and you spread a little bit of, of oil, vegetable oil between each layer mm. and then wrap it all up before you steam it. And that way the oil stops the layers from sticking together completely. Mm. And as you pull it apart, you sort of get that sort of fibrous texture of, of, of chicken. Fantastic. Cause you've got sort of step-by-step -step picks online and mm -hmm. it actually looks remarkably like chicken with those little like almost like a shred well you can even do exactly that if you if you didn't want to follow this recipe to the end and, and fry it like uh like it suggests you can just make the chicken and then shred it and use that in you know in tacos or um pulled chicken recipes whatever you whatever you fancy it works really well in lots okay. of lots of different recipes so once we've done the the layering and the um and, and the sort of cooking of the, is, is that when we put it into the steamer to steam it to cook it for the first time? Exactly, yeah. I mean, that's another thing worth noting is that when you steam seitan, it really likes to expand. And right. that's when things can go very wrong and you end ah. up with something that's super spongy and you could basically take into the bath with you and scrub you, <laughs> scrub you back. But, um, but if you wrap it up very tightly in... Um, say greaseproof paper or if you have any sort of cheesecloth or muslin um it stops it from expanding and so you get this really nice sort of firm cooked chickeny texture to the to the final product oh, wow so you can manipulate it just by just by kind of wrapping it and keeping it in its shape yeah 
don't let it expand. That's the biggest mistake you can make with seitan. Oh, these yeah. are all great tips. And then once we've got that um, cooked for the first time and we want to bread it and make it into fried chicken, what's your top tips for getting that super crunchy exterior and flavor? So I just like to use a two a two bowl coating method, sort of in the way that you do with real fried chicken in that you'll usually have like a bowl of whisked egg and then a bowl of spiced flour and you sort mm. of dredge it in the flour, dunk it into the egg and then dredge it back in the flour again for a second time. Um, I do essentially exactly the same thing except for instead of using egg, I use um, like a gram flour Oh, this is the worst word, but it's the best way to describe it. A gram flour slurry, um, where you mix chickpea flour, aka gram flour, mm. with a little bit of plant milk, and I also put some sriracha in there as well for a bit of a nice. bit of a spicy kick. And um, and yeah, it just sort of in the way that gram gram flour. If you've ever made um, onion bhajis or pakoras, it, mm. it 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 it's used a lot in Indian cooking. Um, it's sort of as it's deep fried, it kind of it kind of holds its texture really yeah. well. And so it sort of replicates that kind of um that function of egg basically in, yeah. in a batter. So it, it it does a great job in that in that situation. So is the is the um once you've dipped it in the grand flour slurry, the like sticky stuff, is there mm -hmm. is there another flour coating that goes on afterwards? Yes, exactly. So then you dunk it into a dry flour mix, right. which which I like to I like to put a, a lot of seasoning in there because it's your last opportunity to get a load of flavour onto the mm. onto the batter. Um, I also like to use a little bit of corn flour in there as yeah. well. It just helps to make things brown nicely, but also get really good and crispy in, in the in the fat. But um, I mean, the easiest way to get flavour in at that stage is to just use a a a, uh, a blend. So there's lots of fried chicken blend spices oh. out there one of which is old bay seasoning people have yeah. used it for years in in fried chicken and um the, the closer you can get those flavors to what people actually use on fried chicken the more reminiscent the final final dish is going to be of of real fried chicken so mm. yeah the easiest way to just just to get a get a jar of old bay seasoning and go wild stick it in the in the flour and then dredge away and then once you've done that, it's just a case of deep frying to get the crisp, to heat it through, because obviously it's mm -hmm. already cooked. And just to get that lovely, yes, crunchy, exactly. crisp coating on. on, on. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. So thanks for that, Richard. And we're going to put this recipe um, up on olivemagazine.com because it is a little bit detailed. So um, we thought we'd give you all the, the best tips and tricks to get it right. Um, but if you want to get the full recipe, go to olivemagazine.com and check it out. Um, and you can also go and find Richard online at schoolnightvegan.com or on his Instagram feed at, at schoolnightvegan. Thanks again for talking us through that recipe today, Richard. Thank you for having me again. That was a special bonus episode for the Olive Magazine podcast. To find the recipe we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue of over 200 episodes, head to olivemagazine.com. 